Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is another podcast, episode five. Of, that was Spanish for those of you keeping score. Cinco. Cinco. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. We're bilingual. Episode five of Chemtrails with Adam and Sean. Adam? I believe that is myself. I, I am, am Sean. I am Adam. I am Sean, and uh, it is a uh, uh, lovely, lovely evening here in uh, the Midwest, in uh, Lee Summit slash Greenwood, Missouri. How are you doing tonight? You know, it's been a pretty good day. Uh, my boss cut me out early, so I was able to go home and get some stuff done. Uh, it's Friday, dude. So swung out to uh, Crossroads District. It's uh, first Friday. First Actually. Friday, there you go. But when you hear this, it might not be Friday. But uh, when we're recording this, it is Friday. We're still going to talk like you know you're listening to it on a Friday. So just you know, close your eyes, pretend it's Friday. Worst case scenario, look at our Facebook page. You know, we do have the Facebook page for the Chemtrails with Adam and Sean. I did make a post about uh, stopping in by Revolution Records this evening. Before yeah, I, I, before saw I came that. out to uh, record. I saw that you're sitting there, uh, Revolution Records. Who's playing at Revolution? Was didn't they have a, a couple of bands playing Revolution tonight, or is that tomorrow? Uh, I believe it was two tonight. Uh, I know the flyer mentioned the Collective Cauldron, but that was the uh, vegan corn dogs. Mm. I, I love me a corn dog. I was not mm. that brave. What? I did not try it. Vegan corn dog? Did I hear that right? You heard it right. Oh no! I stood on the other side of the street, oh, sir. Oh no! Don't mess with corn dogs, people. Vegan corn dogs, man. Come on, what is wrong with you? That's just messed up. I don't, I, I don't like that at all, man. I don't like where this is going. Well, thankfully, the band was actually better. I mean, who was playing? I, I saw that you posted a picture. I did because honestly, I, I don't know if there's anything more true to rock and roll and you know your local music than playing on. A pickup trailer outside of a record store to about 50 people. Oh, dude, that's rock and roll. Absolutely. That's so punk rock, dude. Yeah, arson yeah. class, it says. You were, yeah. you went, uh, you know what? I dig those guys. Those guys are pretty solid. If um, you're in the Kansas City or the Midwest area or you see them coming around, uh, go check them out. You know, yeah, they're, bars they're, are open and uh, shows are happening. There's, there's been a lot, a lot of uh, venues opening back up and a lot of shows being announced and a lot of shows coming through and. Uh, I believe this was the first first Fridays that they've been able to do since the uh, pandemic, so that, that that part was nice. That's probably part of how Revolution Records got Arson Class to come down and play for them out, out there. There might have been a second band, but if they were there, I, they were starting after I'd left to come in here and record this. I just wanted to make a point to go out there and, you know, again, we talk about it all the time, supporting the local record stores and the, and the local bands and seeing live music. Um, yeah, um, dude, that, that picture actually is pretty cool. If you're on our Facebook page, uh, go check it out and see uh, see the pictures we're talking about. Um, first Friday, back. That's awesome. You know what? You're out and about. Go do it. It's and, a good time. And the weather was great tonight. It'd be, it'd, it'd, it would have been perfect to stick around down there and, and it'd go through several of the bars and see if there were any other uh, bands on, on small stages. Instead, you had to come over here to Raytona Recordings, RaytonaRecordings.com, Raytona Recordings on Facebook. See, I almost got tongue-tied there. Try saying that three times in a row. Uh, no, I, I, I saw you attempt it, and yeah, that's all I, I needed. Yeah, that's yeah. all I needed. Yeah, but you know what? It feels nice in here. It's air-conditioned. You know, we're sitting here doing a podcast. We're talking about things that we love, and then when we're done, we're going to go down the street and have a, a cold, refreshing beverage. You know why? Because we can. 
Right. It might take us an extra second since we are leaving Greenwood and have to drive the 33 and one half miles an hour. Mm, that's still too fast. Speed limit. Love you, love you Greenwood. Speed limit sign says 35. There's, you, you basically have to ad- adhere to the two and a half mile an hour cushion. Yes. Yeah. So you were busy this uh, this evening, man. That's that sounds fun, dude. That, that sounds like a like a good time. And you know what? It's it's warm today. It's it's starting to get warm. It's going to stay warm for a few months. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, accept it, man. If you get too hot, you wear you know a tank top or I don't know. Um, go find a pool or a lake or you know some sort of body of water and get in it and cool off. Air conditioning works, man. You know, I mean, come on, man. It's summertime. Summertime is here. Summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, summertime, summertime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know you've heard that before, right? That's that. I, I was trying not to acknowledge it. Yeah, I know. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I'm I, I, sorry. I don't want to feed the fire. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we're here, like I said, at uh, Ray Turner Recordings, um, doing some stuff. Um, gonna yeah. talk about some music. We are. We we're we're working on some some new stuff and so get some exciting things uh, together to possibly do do some of these uh, podcasts on the road and talk talk to people out and about and uh, yeah yeah we got some new toys that we're uh, we you know we're actually supposed to use tonight but we're not but uh, we will for the next podcast. Uh, you know uh, apparently it's back in the seventies again and we got rolling blackouts. Can you believe that? I mean, come on. Dude, it's seriously. I'm driving down the road, man, and it's a rolling blackout. I'm I'm stunned that Lee Summit did this before South Kansas City, where I live. Because, I mean, most of that demographic is poor and has no leg to stand on to fight with people. Oh, my God, dude. So... I would have expected that. So you're, you're saying I would pick have ex- on the poor people? I would have expected. What are you doing, man? I wouldn't. I would have expected the people of power to do that because they're savages. No, that's true. I mean, no, in, gen- true. in general. Oh, you savages, you. Yeah, that sucks, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do? What can you do, man? You uh, know? Wait for the power to come back on. Um, <laughs> exactly. That, that's really bad because other than that, you're going to have to go storm the castle. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, um, so I was working on some new stuff uh, to get downloaded and recorded and and stuff, but uh, it didn't work out because, you know, well, it just didn't. Um, Also, I guess I should mention it. We mentioned it on on Facebook a couple days ago. Um, There is a possibility. Do you want to say it? Do you want me to say it? I guess, I I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm thinking we're at least going to give it a shot, so I I was going to say we will soon be joining and airing, not sure about the frequency yet, on uh, the KCTK radio station. Yeah, it's, uh, actually, it's, yeah, there's there's the post right there. I'm looking right at it. We did that uh, three days ago when I found out. KCTK radio, find the app. It is free. It does not matter if you have an Apple uh, or an Android. Google or Android or whatever. Go find it, download it. And from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, starting hopefully next week, next Saturday, um, you will hear a show from Counterclockwise KC at Counterclockwise KC on Facebook regarding us. We will be doing 
probably one a month uh, for the time being until we get our own slot because that's how you take over stuff. Slowly right. but surely. Right, right. Because no journey, uh, or I, let me restart that. Every journey begins with one step. Exactly. Um, but this this is pretty cool. Um, I, I will be I will be on uh, KCTK radio, uh, internet radio. Uh, you can find it. It's here in in the Kansas City area, Independence. Uh, I haven't. Tr- I, haven't I haven't tried it yet. Can it's you, pretty cool. Can you stream it through your phone to run it through your you uh, can. Bluetooth audio when you're driving down the road? Absolutely. You sure can. Um, they have a Facebook page. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, go download the app. It you know there there's all sorts of podcasts. There's really good music. It's an absolute array of uh, music. It, it's crazy. I heard Michael Bublé and then I heard Monster Magnet right after. They they do some unique stuff because I've been looking at this the last couple of days too because they also talk about like local restaurants and different things yes. like that. Uh, they've got two or three different styles of podcasts. Um, so and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Sean, but like even on the weeks when we don't post a Chemtrails podcast, you're, uh, you, Chicklets the Goose. Chicklets the Goose, that's right. That is me. That is my alter ego. Still going to be on there playing some good music. You can still check music out even if we're not doing that particular week. And Yeah, I will be paying, playing music, especially from the two bands, uh, the two albums that we're uh, getting ready to talk about. Um, the Counterclockwise Show is going to be music from... The beginning of time, rock and roll style, all the way to now. Uh, my interpretation of rock and roll. So you may hear uh, Bill Haley in the comments. And then right after that, you're going to hear Typo Negative. And oh, if you think I'm re- kidding, that's exactly how it's going to go. See, I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be the Stooges. Th- them too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Iggy Pop in the Stooges? Dude, Raw Power, one of the greatest albums ever made. It's on the wall, man. Yes. Oh, and you can mix it up, too, with Iggy, because, I mean, what was it, like, three years ago, did Post-Pop Depression with Josh Homme? Oh, yeah. Great album. Really good. Great, great stuff. I was not excited. I was wondering how that mix was going to go, and, man, it came out good. So, uh, what Adam's telling you is, you need to go like the Facebook page, go follow, and stay tuned, because there will be more information coming up shortly. Um, matter of fact, i got to work on a commercial tomorrow. That was one of the things I was supposed to do today. Letting people know about next Saturday and every Saturday coming up. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I've said some really outlandish things before, but don't you need power to record the commercial? Yes, uh, hence the rolling blackouts uh, really, really screwed me up today. Yeah. Lisa, I'm going to do something about it, please. Don't do that anymore. Um, I'm also looking up here at, at the screen, and uh, we forgot to mention that we have stickers now. If you would like a sticker, all you have to do is make a comment, share the page, like it, like some of the posts, make a comment, listen to our podcast, let us know that you did, and we will get a sticker to you. It's that simple. Mm. And if you see us out and out out in the street, you know, out and about, uh, we also accept sexual favors. Um. Um, I hope Joseph is not listening to this because he's going to be very upset. So, mm. Yeah. Think? Yeah, that's how he got on the podcast last week. Well, that was Cinnamon. I mean, he <laughs> offered her. <laughs> he, that's right. He brought Cinnamon over. Yeah, what would you think? Joseph did it? Simpsons did it. Cin- her last name was Simpson, right? Cinnamon Simpson? 
I don't recall. I, I was don't, a distracted. He was a little distracted. Uh, your eyes were like in the back of your head. <laughs> we get, good stuff. We get, that was good stuff. We get yeah. a little too messed up, man. Well, you know, is there really? There aren't many more things more rock and roll than sacrifice. Matt, what? What? Sacrifice. Who did do what? Is Ozzy coming in the studio, man? Are we gonna have Ozzy? We're gonna bite the heads off bats and Sharon. I don't know, man. There's not that much difference between Sharon and Sherry. <laughs> Shit, Sherry. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. All right. Should we t- should we talk about the records, man? I think we should start talking about the records before we start losing people. Hey, we're already 12 minutes in. Check it out, man. Yeah. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. What? Normally, it's uh, we're halfway through, and then we're having to be like, all right, let's hurry up. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, things are going on, you know, with uh, Camp Trails with uh, Adam and Sean. Um, also, you know, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Please, please, please continue to spread the word, share the love, listen to the podcast, like, share the Facebook page, like, 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 listen, 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 share, share, share. It it all means more than you might realize because, you know, part part of how we, we got this deal with this internet radio station is because he heard us and that's from people liking and sharing. So, I mean, you you never really know who's actually going to listen and pick it up and who they talk to or if it's going to spread. So, yeah, so so continuing to do that is it's it's going to help us and it's a very minimal effort. Keep keep doing the good job, the good deed. Keep spreading the good word. Keep spreading the gospel, the righteousness of counterclockwise Casey on Facebook and chemtrails with adam and sean also on facebook that's part of the reason why i wanted to swing by revolution records tonight because i i knew the weather was good and what was did going you put on. any did you put a sticker up somewhere three. three yes yes i put one up and i sat two on the table people could take oh we are invading the invasion has begun that is true i like and, it and it also goes back to we've talked about this uh several times already um just going out and supporting the, the local bands and the local businesses. Um, I personally, I'm not a humongous punk music fan. I never have been. But, you know, I don't know what these guys sound like until I go out and hear them. And this is a good opportunity to go out there. Y- y- give them an ear. Y- give them an open, honest ear. See, see, what, see if Revolution Records has anything really killer in the new arrival section and, and you know what it, that's actually a nice little store to go in and, and check out I, I really i i've enjoyed playing there i've also enjoyed going in there to uh purchase some records and they do have some books in the back if i'm not mistaken they you know, do they, they've got and they've got a lot of stuff it's a surprising amount of stuff for that small space really yeah they've got like old like uh cassette players and you know like uh speakers and you know they, Turntables, I, I dig it, man. That's that's really good stuff. So Revolution Records, they might have go the, check them out. They might have the largest forty five selection of the local record stores, and that I love. If that you, if a, you see a, my record, my my a, collection over here, you know, behind us, man, I love me some forty fives. That's a massive shelf for mo- most record stores. It's half that size or less. 
I, I, I was, it, it, it's been a while since I've been in there, and I went thumbing through there, and I, I could have stood there for a while, but I wanted to go listen to the band. So what, what, what did you think of Arts in Class? Now, I've, I've seen them before a couple times, man, and, and they're pretty solid in my opinion. What did you think? I'm okay with them. They're one of those bands where I wouldn't go out of my way to see them, but if if I want to go out and I know they're playing somewhere and there's nothing else that really strikes me, I'd go see them again. Okay. But you also, I mean, that's my cup of tea, though. You know, I I love bands like Arts and Class, you know. They, they, I mean, they, they throw their balls out there, man, and just say, here. They they do, and then that's part Suck of the, that's part of the reason why I posted that picture because that is completely and totally why they're out there standing on a pickup truck trailer. They 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 love playing music. Oh fuck yeah! And they're gonna go out there do do their first thing word, and, and first and one give it to you. No, oh, so, oh they're gonna give it to you. Oh yeah, they're gonna give it to you good. They're gonna give it to you good, hard and wet, even after technical difficulties. Even after technical difficulties, they don't care, man. Oh, no. They don't care. They're going to be like, you know what? Let's try this again. Oh, oh. Yep. Switch <laughs> Switch some chords around to uh, keep the power. And uh, was that a sheep that we sacrificed? That was Bazinga. Very good. There you go. Have you bought any records this week? Bought any? Have you purchased any? Have you picked any up? I mean, you were at a record store. Did you not pick anything up over at Revolution tonight? I actually did not. What? I gave it a quick browse and then stepped wow. outside. Had you a vegan hot dog? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, that, that, that's I, still, I'm that's still, unheard yeah. Of. Like, I heard corn dogs. I didn't hear the vegan part until <laughs> I got <laughs> halfway there, and I'm like, whoa. You're okay. like that. I can't. I can't I, do that. I, I, I'm not doing that. They, they're, they're <laughs> find me some chicken wings, fucking ribs. Something. Dude, no vegan corn dog. I how? What what are you doing there? What do you how? take a bite into it and there's a uh, a fucking carrot in the middle? Black beans? Oh no no no! I mean I like black beans, but and cornmeal? No, that didn't sound right. No, I don't like it. No. I don't like it. No way. So no records this week. I I you know me. Did I purchase any? Yes, I did. ZZ Top's Greatest Hits. Uh, the first one that came out in 1977. We were just listening to it. We were. Yeah. Man, they're, that, that's such a good band. The early years were so good for ZZ oh, Top. Oh, yeah. But it, see, what's crazy about that one is there's two songs missing from their first record that should have been on that Greatest Hits, and they're not. Which that, ones? That blows my mind. Uh, the, actually, the first two tracks. Um, what, what's, the, what's the song on the first record? Is it Brown Sugar? Is it brown? Um, well, I can't. You know what? I, without uh, looking at it, I don't have it in front of me. But uh, the first two tracks, literally, that are on the record, are uh, missing from this one, and those really kicked them off. Great songs, in my opinion. I'm drawing a complete blank. Yeah, me at the too. Moment. I. You know what? But there you go. That's one of the times that I go and take myself around the corner and kick my own ass. For not being prepared. That's my fault, and I shouldn't even brought it up. I'm so disappointed in myself right now. I'm fucking mad. Let's see. I, I, Are you going to write about it in your blog? I am. I'm going to I'm gonna tweet about it. Then I'm so upset, and I'm going to put it in my diary. Oh. And I made TikTok about it. Sad face. Uh, hashtag sad face. Roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> Man, TikTok this week. Man. All right. Okay, yeah. let's get off of that shit. 
All right, let's talk about some records, man. What do you have for us tonight? This week, you know, the first uh, four podcasts, we kind of talked about a lot of older stuff. You know, we talked about the early 90s a couple different times now. Yeah, um, we're, we're not in Seattle. We're not in Seattle tonight. We are not, and it's not overcast or raining like it has been for every other podcast we've recorded. So we didn't need to do that. The last podcast, we talked about some of the shows we've seen, and I think the newest one we mentioned was roughly nine years ago. Pretty sure. Yeah. It might have been the Mumford & Sons one. Yeah. I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah, what was it, eight, nine years ago? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. 2013. Yeah. So that eight, was a long eight, yeah. time ago, man. And I thought it was like, eh, 2017. Nope, nope, 2013. No, not so much. So I wanted to do something newer. And uh, the album I, I wanted to talk about this week is the new Royal Blood album. Yes. It is called Typhoons. Dig it. If you have heard Royal Blood before, you're not going to be prepared for this. Third album here. Um, Chris Robinson. I once listened to an interview by him. And he said, realistically, a band's first and most of the second. Sometimes you, the band starts to change in the second album. But the first album is almost completely songs you write paying homage to your influences. Most of the second album is the first really full album that is a band as they have gelled is generally going to be the third album that is typhoons this is the third album for royal blood and if you've if you followed them before the self-titled and how did we get so dark all the artwork all the album stuff it's done in black and white but when they got to typhoons suddenly we got all kinds of colors we, 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 we changed it up completely Oh, I love it, dude. When you go on, uh, me, I'm an Apple guy. When you go on their uh, uh, their page, like when you click up, you know, Royal Blood, mm -hmm. and you go to the record, and it's got that little, I guess you could call it an emoji, that the little image that's spinning. Have you noticed that? It's just sitting there spinning. It's, it's the image from the front, and it is spinning. It is active. Now, I've never seen that on Apple, and I'm like, holy smoke, that's pretty cool. Uh, they don't do that on Spotify. Um because I've been playing this like crazy. I absolutely love this album. It's a solid record, man. Um, I had to listen to this record a couple times, uh, not in order. It, it's in in order to get me to you know because like you said, the first two albums, man, the first album punches you in the face. The second album continues to punch you. That gives you a right and a left. It's like right and left twix. This album completely different. And, and I. I, I really like it. The more I listen to the interviews from them, Mike Kerr, their lead singer and bass player, he, he when he talks, and he does most of the talking for them, which makes sense, since drummers generally don't talk. <laughs> Unless your name's Sean. Yeah, well, most of the time I have to. Right. Because everybody's mute. But, uh... When Mike Kerr talks about this, he, he talks a lot about feeling like th this is really what he wanted to do like they had they didn't handicap themselves which makes me think that kind of similar to the Chris Robinson quote the first couple albums they were trying to go for a sound that was probably closer to their influences than necessarily what they wanted to do or felt like just felt more natural to them mm -hmm. so you get this album and suddenly you have very catchy poppy almost 
disco choruses and and riffs and drum beats. Um, for me, and it, it, you you play more music than I do, so please tell me if if I'm just way off base on this. When I listen to the first two albums, I really Mike Kerr's work on the bass really stands out to me. When I heard this album, I caught a lot more of Dan Thatcher, the drummer. I thought he I, I, he stood out a little bit more to me. So with this album, I, I hear both of them a lot better, and I think they both shine in different ways that is really good. The mix is, is completely different from the first two albums. And you said that it's different. Now, I, I don't know who produced the first two albums, but you kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, wow, really? He did that? Uh, one of the producers on this record? Well, and here's the funny Like I said, I've, I've listened to a lot of interviews from Mike Kerr and Dan Thatcher about this album, and, and they go through and they talk about it, and they're, they're most of this album, they produced themselves this time around, which they had not done before, so that alone is going to make it sound a little bit different. There were There's like three different songs... Uh, let's see, it's All We Have Is Now, I want to say Oblivion, and I believe A Million to One. They weren't even thinking about the record, they were just messing around with it, listened to it again and said, we're going to put that on there, we're not even going to clean it up. One take, done. Which which I thought was really interesting, and it's something we've talked about a little bit before about music recording that it, you 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 can hear it even on the studio release if it was recorded live and it's done in one shot, and it's going to play better live because that is th- there's no extra work that needs to be done to make it sound right when you play a show. One one of the things that I like about that, um, you know, working here at a recording studio and uh, recording music in uh, the uh, numerous projects that I've been in and are still in. Um, Scuba Diver, Hot Socks. Right. You can check them out on, on Facebook. Hot Socks on Facebook and Instagram. Cheap plug. Um, is I love the fact that you know you can you can do whatever you want. First off, you know however you want to record it, that's how you're going to record it, and that's the way it's going to be. Me personally, and I'm lucky because I have found musicians who actually agree with this. Maybe I don't know. We grew up a different way. We like to record straight up. You practice, you rehearse, you practice, you rehearse. Now, those are two different things, you know. Mm -hmm. And we like to record it straight up. You hit record and don't fuck up. And if you fuck up, you stop and you do it again. And that sounds like what they did. And they said, you know what, man? We're just going to go out there. We're just going to play it. And this is how you're going to get it. And that's that. And I know they did that on a few tracks. Um, another thing, reason I really like this album, I was really looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we have most recently had a pandemic. What? Spent some time in lockdown, quarantine. Oh my God. Yeah, we were talking about that last night, remember? And uh, did, did Countries all over the world, though. You know, it wasn't just us yeah. being American dumbasses because we are pretty good at that. Um, but it was around the world. <laughs> we are indeed. We are indeed. It's a skill. Um, America. 
The thing, though, is it's sad, but it's true. So much music is written in depression. Oh, yeah. And bad times. When times are good, you're out doing things, you're enjoying yourself. You are not holed up in a room wondering what went wrong and putting pen to paper. Half of this album, Typhoons, was written and recorded during quarantine. And there's a there's a lot of a lot of the albums that have been coming out, man. That's why music right now you're seeing a lot of artists. We're we're starting to see the one the, of the very few silver linings of the quarantine, lockdown, COVID pandemic. We, we we may be in store for some good music for another half year or year that is all relevant to or spurned from being holed up. Yeah, and we're seeing artists that haven't played in a while, man, get back together and say, you know what, we uh we worked on a record. Turns out we missed this. Yeah, here we go. Right. We need to be here. Right. So what's your favorite song on this record? I was actually going to ask you the same thing. For me, I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to cheat this. I want to name two. And here's my reason. It is such a great segue. And just absolutely thumps. I love the transfer from Mad Visions to Hold On at the back end of the album. Okay. All right. It's also part of the reason why I really dislike the last song. Because it's a well-written song, but after I hear Mad Visions and Hold On, I want to keep going. I want another three songs I could dance to or rock to and do whatever. Because they just kill it on those two songs. And then they hit you with the slow piano ballad, and I'm just like, ooh. Oh, only thing that's a little off kilter about this album. Which me. would, yeah, and you know, because when you're thinking of uh, Royal Blood, you're not thinking of a, a no. piano ballad. No. And it's also, it's one of those ones I mentioned too that uh, Mike Kerr said he'd had in his back pocket for a long time. He never thought about it as a Royal Blood song, but he threw it out there in studio and Thatcher was like, let's put it on the record. So they did. I wonder, something tells me, man, that's going to end up a single on radio. Just because radio loves stuff like that. And it's going to blow their mind. They're going to be like, damn it. Damn it. It, it could. Um, the the two, uh, the now this, the, my favorite song on the record is Typhoons. But I love man, Oblivion. That, God, Typhoons is such a catchy chorus. Yeah, and it, it's pretty straight up, man. It's straightforward. And when you hear it, you know it's it's royal blood. And you're like, wow, the two guys are making all this noise. It, yeah, it's only two guys, and when, like I was it's listening, a bass player and a drummer. That's insane, mm-hmm. man. Right. That's a lot of noise for a first off a bass player who can play like that. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've I've been playing Royal Blood songs on the bar jukebox, and someone says, "What a riff!" Because they have no clue it's a bass. <laughs> exactly, man. Not That's crazy. Clue. And then you got me over there going, wow, why does the intro to Boilermaker sounds like Queens of the Stone Age? That's it. It, it straight up does. Yeah. L- 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 was that, was for, that one for, of the songs? For everyone at home, give that a listen. And then listen to the Queens of the Stone Age like you used to do. Mm-hmm. Those two intros are stupidly similar. And I kept thinking to myself, why... Like, I know they toured together. When I saw Royal Blood play live, they were opening for Queens of the Stone Age. They've spent some time together. And uh, 
dug into it a little bit, and turns out Josh Homme has basically become friends with him. So, like, most of this... That doesn't shock me. It really doesn't, because Josh Homme is one of the busiest bees in the music industry you will ever find. He's everywhere. He never stops. He does work in all areas. And I mentioned earlier, most of this record, Royal Blood produced themselves. Boilermaker was produced by Josh Homme. That's awesome. It's like, there's like two songs on here that are produced by someone else, and that's one of them, and it's... And it's listening to Mike Kerr talk about it and Dan Thatcher. They said that they had all the pieces there and just they weren't sure how to arrange it. And when Homie came in, because he worked on them on with two or three songs, the deluxe edition has two other songs that aren't on the, the version I have. I don't know why the pre-order doesn't have the extra songs, but whatever. The pre-order was awesome. I got it on time. Pressed in Germany. Sounds great. There you go. Um, but Josh Homie worked with... Worked with them on the two bonus songs on the deluxe edition and on Boilermaker, and they they flat out said when he tried to explain to them how to put how he thought they should put it together, they scratched their head, and when they played it, they said, "Wow, that's it." Jo- Josh Homme just has a great mind for music. No, he always has, man. I mean, look at the bands that he'd been in. You know, I mean, guys, look at how long he's been doing it. Yeah, now. look who he's played with. He also started young. He started at what, age of 14 or 15 with with Kias when they first got together? Yeah. Like, they don't have a record deal for a few years after that, but when they got together and were formed and were doing these, these random generator shows, he's like 15, 16. Oh, dude, yeah. I when, mean, when he signed that first record deal, he didn't. His parents did because he wasn't 18. Yeah, but he was already out there, you know, making waves, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was making waves a long time ago. Right, right. And, All right. Uh, what are we? Uh, what are we rating this? Remember, pizza scale. How many slices? P- pizza scale again. The last song. I think it's a well-written song. I don't like how it fits the album. I got to give this a seven. I cannot give it a full eight. If that last song were just a banger, followed up similar to Hold On. Yeah. This is an easy eight for me because I am golden with this album up until then i'm i'm gonna give this a uh you're gonna get mad at me but i'm gonna give it a five five slices out of eight only reason is uh it's different and i was ready and expecting a uh a different album now that doesn't mean that that's not going to change like i said it, it's taken me a minute to uh you know listen to the record and go oh you know what that that's pretty cool right there or that that that's pretty awesome that's a good song you're right and you're wrong because i am going to disagree i I, I don't like the rating per se but i am going to agree with you that sometimes it takes a minute for a record to grow on you i was like that with octong baby i had to listen to that two or three times because i I was not prepared for that album and it took me a while to come back and really appreciate how good that album is that's a pretty good album then Oh yeah, I didn't know. That's that's a solid album. You know, several years later. Um yeah, I'd say but it's yeah, a great it, album. And it was it, it, it was different. You two went Hey, we're going left. All the way left. Well, no, no, pop was all the way left. That well, thing, yeah. that came out of left field. Left. I still um, I still remember uh seeing them re- uh filming the video here in Kansas City cuz they they were playing here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So they they I was like that's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's so cool seeing Bono all around Kansas City. Oh yeah. 
Without a political crisis, that's a rare sighting. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just hanging out, man. With the edge, man, just doing his thing. All right. So it's my turn. What? What? You know. And my record. I figured since we were doing Royal Blood, I was like, you know what? What? What, what would I like to bring into this? And should we tell the people what the options were? Some of the things we considered to pair up with this album. Yeah, because that was definitely the driving force on the on Typhoons. I really wanted to talk about this album. We even mentioned it right after I received it because you asked me if I'd gotten an album, and I explained to you how I was uh, in my socket feet doing food prep, listening to this for the first time. Yeah, doing the robot across the kitchen in between slicing vegetables and making soup. So yeah, de- that was definitely the driving force on that, and we considered a couple different albums to pair with this. Yeah, and then yesterday I was thinking about it. I I think as I was listening to a song, and I was like, you know what, we're gonna do it like this. This this just makes sense. Was and it was it Boilermaker? Were you like, oh my god? Yeah, and I'm going okay, all right. The album that I'm talking about right now is, well, one of my favorite albums of all time. Really done by Queens of the Stone Age. Mm, mm, We're okay. talking about rated R. We might have to argue about this. Yeah, this is produced by Chris Goss and Josh. I'm sorry, Joshua Hami. That's how it's it's written down. Uh, over nice. at uh, the lovely historic, I want to go there at some point in time just to go sit in there, man, and just breathe in the atmosphere. Uh, this album was recorded at Sound City Studios in Van Nuys, California. From December 1999 to February of 2000, the lineup for this record which is, is what blows my mind, man. Because this was the second album. I want to say this was the second, and, and I'm not. I'm not talking about Desert Sessions. This was like the second. It, you know, Caius, of course, was right before this, and then you've got you. You know, they put out an album. They did not not to, too much fanfare. No, and then no. they put this one out, and this one went, okay, here we go. But yeah, man, I mean... It, it turned some heads. That, that's for certain, because like, like you said, the first Queens album really didn't get any push. Josh Almey had already made some name within the industry, but he didn't have... He hadn't really built a fan base. This is the first album that started building that fan base. Yeah, and, and, and you then, know, like you said, Josh Homme is on this. Nick Oliveri is still playing the bass on this. Uh, the, you know, he I think he's got one more album with the band before they, they said, hey, man, you got to go. That's, um, that, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, Dave Catching is uh, on electric piano, and then you got Nick Lucero on drums, uh, Gene Troutman on drums on, on certain tracks, so one, six, seven, and nine. Uh, Chris Goss on uh, backing vocals, which makes sense. Uh, the one and only Mark Lanigan backing vocals, lead vocals on track eight. You can't miss it. Barrett Martin on vibes. <laughs> I mean, Barrett Martin is a badass in his own. And that, that has to do with Mark Lanigan. Mark Lanigan right. going, hey, Barrett, you want to come in and do something on this? Which That's is, amazing, which, dude. Which, I speaking mean, of which, how did jo- do you know how Josh Homme ran into Mark Lanigan? Because I'm not familiar. Is it a Kia's connection or? I, you know, honestly, I don't know. It's, I think it was just one of those things that they were doing something, you know. Well, um, they had to have run into each other at some point because he. Well, ha- Lanigan, ha- Lanigan ha- did ha- ha- uh, Desert was, Sessions also with him. So, But I think Homie was a touring 
player with the Screaming Trees, wasn't he? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm pretty sure he was, but I don't know how they met before that. Because I thought him touring with them is how they became better friends and what kind of led Lanigan to being part of that first Desert Sessions. I'm going to have to look that up. That is interesting. I will do a little digging on that one. I'm, I'm, that, pretty that sure, I'm pretty sure that's right. Interesting. That okay? Because to, to, to my knowledge, Hami never played on an album, but I believe he toured with them. Maybe it was a tech. I don't know. But I, I mean, I, I he was already with Caius though. Well, Screaming Trees had been out for a while. Trees had been out for a while, and Caius was kind of an off and on thing for a little bit, just because of age and doing random things too. Mm, true. Um, here, here's one person. This is gonna blow your mind because I didn't know this. All right. Mm. Backing vocals on track one is Rob Halford. You're right. I had no clue. I had no clue, and I'm sitting here looking at this, and I'm like, Rob Halford on track one? What the fuck? I don't know, but Josh Homme had to be a happening dude to be 14 and 15 and running into all of these people and doing work with them, like making a good impression to where... You get a Rob Helford to come in and do something with you a few years later. You get a Mark Lanigan and say, hey, yeah, go ahead and come on the road with me. Yeah. You, uh, you, you form a band that would... I, Caius has a really kind of important place in your heavier rock music right now. They're, they're one of the first bands that are the quote-unquote stoner rock, really. Yeah, you know, and that oh, which man, I, I kind of hate label, that term. That label, man. Uh, you sit here, and it, of course, when you look on, you know, online, I'm looking online right now, and it, it says stoner rock, alternative rock, hard rock, alternative metal. Okay, first off, no alternative metal, no. It, All right, if anything, it's just straight up rock and roll, man. This is rock and roll at its finest, man. This is California rock. Oh man, this is this is rock and roll, man. Well, it, it's California. They, they literally called the early Caius shows, is it Caius or Caius? It's Caius. It's Caius, okay. I've been saying that wrong for roughly a decade. Um, but the early Caius shows are called generator shows because they would go out into the desert with a generator and play for whoever wanted to drive out there. D- can you imagine that, dude? Well, can you imagine? You get a nice bag of weed, dude, or just roll some joints before you head out there and you get a 12-pack of beer. Uh, it's very Eagles. It's, it's very Eagles inspired. Oh yeah, man! You just go sit out there. You watch the sun going down. You got a bonfire, and you're just listening to some badass bands. Well, it's harder to like Kaiets Im- and Fu Manchu. And what's harder to imagine to me is how did they get the word out as much? Because social media is the easiest way to do it right now. Handbills, man. Handbills. You know, you you start walking down the street, dude, and you just hand them out and be like, "Hey, look, this is what we're gonna do. Keep it on the hush hush, man. Okay. We only want about this many people." But that still is questionable because. Well, we're different people. We are a different breed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you know this, Sean, but me and you, we are <laughs> what? different. What? The average person probably would not receive a flyer that said, meet me in the desert for music and go. Well, I, I probably would. <laughs> I would. We are different. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shit, dude. Yeah, this is going down, man. Who's mm. going with me? <laughs> are you driving? Right. Right. We taking our tents, man? I think we should stay out there. Yeah. Do we need a 12-pack or a 30-rack? Exactly, dude. And be like, wait, nah. Let's get like, I don't know, two cases. You get that kind. I get this kind. Well, how much do we have? Do we only have 10 bucks? Natty light and the beast it is. Boom. Pretty much. And hope someone has big enough pants they can shove a bottle of Jim Beam in. 
Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. Because you can get a bottle. You can get Jim Beam back then, man. Bottle probably for like three, four bucks, dude. That's how I got into Evan it's Williams. The beam. Yeah, Evan Williams. Oh, my God. Surprisingly good for the price. Oh, it's, it's not bad, man. I'm, but, I'm not oh. going to recommend it. But if you're cheap, if you're like poor, <laughs> frugal. That's like saying, you know what? PBR is surprisingly good for the price. No, PBR cold and a hot summer day, man. If you got a PBR in front of me, dude, I'm going to drink it. I'm going to smash that fucking can. I'm going to drink another one, man. I may have me a Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Because it's cold, man. And that's what they are. They're summer beers. I did. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I believe we've already established that, actually. But <laughs> if I'm at Knuckleheads, I drink PBR. I don't know why. I don't it, mind it, dude. PBR fe- cold it, is good. It feels natural. You watch the outside stage with a cold PBR, it's all right. Especially if you got someone like Junior Brown playing. Oh, yeah. You're like, this, 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 is, this is how things should be in life. It, did, um, did that album, the Royal Blood album, have an insert? Or did it just come, I mean... No, I'm looking at it right now, and it's just got the. It did no, yes. Yeah, the 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 album itself, the sleeve on it has the has the the lyrics and the song listings, but there's an, an additional insert, okay. um, kind of like there was with Rated R, and I think the Rated R insert looks pretty awesome. You got some some cool looking artwork mixed in with the lyrics and the song list. Yeah, and and you know each song has you know the different lineups, the different. Um, because there were there were quite a few people who worked on this record, you know. There are quite and a few. It's got it's got the way it's it's listed, and then it's got you know like it contains violence, some subversive elements, you know. They're just playing on stuff, you know. But when you're looking through it, like you said, it's got pictures of them and um, all sorts of information, you know. I really dig it. I I dig the the I love the way they put this together. This is I, a I, great record, man. I re- I really like the way they put it together too. I like the record a lot. Uh, when you first mentioned the album, though, I said we might argue about this. It's not. It's not my top half favorite Queen's albums, let alone all time. I, I think really, that, I think that I like at least three other Queens of the Stone Age albums more than this one. Pretty easily, actually. And this is a solid record. Like I'm not trying to say it's bad. What would you rate it on the pizza scale? Ooh, uh, well, um, you know, when you got you sit here and you start a record with Feel Good Hit of the Summer. Which, by the way, comes off great live. Oh, yeah, man. You got Better Living Through Chemistry, Monsters in the Parasol, which was like uh, one of my favorite songs on the record, just because it's it's different. Um, you know, the second side, two, you've got Ode to Clarissa, I Think I Lost My Headache, uh, Lightning Song. In the fade, I, I mean, dude, it just keeps going with me. But I will not give it a full eight slices out of eight, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, why? Because of what they have put out after and previous. Now, this is this for me is my favorite record, but I know how they have evolved. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this six out of eight slices. Six. Six. I, I, I thought am, you were going for a seven. Eh, I'm being. I'm gonna be a little harsh on it, man, because you know what? It's not as clean. It would. It's. It's Queens of the Stone Age, man. They're not really clean at all. But it's not. Um. Uh, how do I put this? Um. It stands out to me 
but it didn't really stand out to not too many people. Like, like, like you said, we're a different breed, man. If, if you're, if you're friends with me and you know who I am, man, then you probably like this record as well. And you're probably going to say, man, that's a little too harsh, dude. I would give that one eight out of eight, but you know, I'm not, I'm going to give it six out of eight. That's just my opinion. And, and honestly, I'm, I would give it a six as well. That might be the first time we've agreed on a pizza rating, but yeah, I think so. I think so. And here's my reason. Uh, I get a couple reasons. Um, I think I lost my headache. You mentioned that song. I disagree with the title because it gives me a headache. Really? I, I don't like the way it ends. If I want to listen to some mishmash of Duke Ellington and Count Basie, I'll go to the jazz section. I don't need Queens of the Stone Age for that. <laughs> okay. It, it, All it, right. It really annoys me. And for me personally, maybe I shouldn't, but by comparison, as I said... There's at least three other Queens of the Stone Age albums I like more because I think they're put together better. They flow a little smoother in my mind. I ain't. Lullabies to Paralyze doesn't have as many big songs. That's a great record, man. But it flows great from start to finish. Yeah, that, that record right there, it, man. It they, really does. There, there's a, there, you know. Yeah, and for my money, I put Era Vulgaris in front of this one. I think that's a killer. That's another killer great record. record. I think Like Clockwork was amazing. And having said all that... Yeah, and I, I have that one too, and, and there, I love that one. So so there's three records I would put in front of this. Mm -hmm. This record, Rated R, probably has my favorite song, though. Because I think The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret is brilliant. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, this this one it. has two of my favorite, my favorite Queen songs. And, you know, I, I, you know, when I say this is the second album... This is just like the second full length album because if you look, if you look online, well, the the first one is technically a half album because yeah. it's it's Caius and Queens of the Stone yeah, Age. Yeah, which, which man, you know what? I've had a hard time finding that fucker. It's, you know, it's, and it's I want it. it. It's it's very challenging. It's very hard to find it on cassette or CD. I actually have it on CD. Do you really? I do. You know, and, and but I'm I'm looking down the line. If you look down the line of the Queens of the Stone Age, there are a lot of EPs. They're not full length. And then you've got the Queens of the Stone Age full length. I think this is the first full length is rated R. No, there was one before it. There there was there was one, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's got a chick on the front, and, you know, she's got her, her bikini. And well, it's, I, it's a, a, a self, you know, self-titled. And then this one. But this was, this was I think, their first. I, I thought the self-titled one had was partially Caius as well. No, no, that was that was straight Queens. That's when Queens went and just did Queens. Okay, so all right, so that's where I'm mistaken because yeah, that is released before this. Yeah, and that came out in 1998, um, and that was the one that they recorded on their own, and they were not signed with a major record label. Uh, this this what? album right here is what got them signed. Uh, if, if that, I'm not mistaken, that's Interscope, right? They signed with Interscope. Yes. Am I right? All yes. right. Yes. There you go. Nailed it. Interscope. I didn't even have to look at that. Um, but yeah, uh, this was the first um, major label release of of a Queens of the Stone Age record, and you can hear it. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. But I love the record, the the self titled that came out beforehand because it just sounds. Well, it, like you it's, said, it's muddy, man. It's dirty, and it you know it's it's just straight up, dude. It's because they weren't signed yet. Nope. Like you said, Joe. With them putting that together and not having the access to everything you may or may not want, 
I mean, Hami had had some experience at this point just because of the stuff with Caius, but he didn't have a lot of time in studio. And if he didn't have a deal for Queens, he wouldn't have necessarily had studio time without having to pay for it. And that's an expensive chunk of change sometimes. That's true. Especially on the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Re- realistically. Man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's bands like this, dude, that I sit here and I go, you know, what do I want to hear on a Friday night or Saturday night? I'm sitting on the deck, you know, um, and I pop in Queens of the Stone Age, man, or I'm listening to Royal Blood. You want to hear something like this? You just, you know, kick back, man. Pop this on, you know. Well, Even if you're not listening to it on vinyl, which this show is about vinyl, you know, if you, you want to listen to it on, on Spotify, Pandora, or, you know, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever, mm, just turn it on, man, and let the whole record play. Absolutely. Don't change it. Don't mix it up. Don't hit shuffle. Play from the beginning Ty- to the end. Typhoons comes off so good on vinyl. Yeah. It, and it, it really, really does. They put these songs in order on purpose. Listen to them well, it's, it's just the way they wanted you to. Right, and with, with the resurgence in vinyl, that's coming back into it. The Royal Blood album, you can clearly see that they organized this to split into sides. Yeah. It, it, it's obvious. Yeah, because, you know what, like you said, vinyl's back. Cassettes are back, man. And you, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. cassettes are split. So right, all right. this stuff is being done on purpose. And I dig it, man. And I dig it. Listen, go to your nearest record store. Go to your local record store. If you're not in Kansas City, it doesn't matter, man. We First off, thank you for listening. And number two, just go to your local record store and go dig through the old records. Not the new stuff that's coming out. You're going to be surprised, man, what you're going to find. You'll find a Queens of the Stone Age record in the used bin. First off, I don't know why. That's, but number two, it's happening, man, because you know what? These bands are putting out more and more vinyl. Mm-hmm. It's the vinyl's back, guys, and it's going to stick around for a long time. It sounds better. Eight I, tracks are coming back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> eight track. Could you imagine that? And you're like, dude, look what I just got in my car. An eight track player. What? I don't know. I had this thought the other day, though. I really want. Does Exhibit still do Pimp My Ride? I don't know. I don't, oh man, I stopped watching MTV. It, that was MTV, wasn't it? It might have been. Yeah, I stopped watching MTV, man, when uh, there was a bunch of 16-year-old chicks, man, getting pregnant. And they go, you know what? Let's make a dollar off of them. I said, that's enough, dude. That, 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 I'd stopped watching before then, but uh, you know, when, when I heard about Pimp My Ride, I looked, looked a couple of them up on YouTube. I want to see him pimp someone's ride with a record player. With a record player, man. Absolutely. That would be cool. We got we got the technology now. Make Alexa flip sides. Oh my god, Alexa. Side, side two. B. Side B, yeah. Side A, side B. Alexa would be like, "Uh, what the fuck? I don't I don't know what you're saying." And then Alexa breaks. Siri would break. Well, I, I, I don't know. They, they gave Alexa a little more fortitude than I originally gave her credit for. Um, I caught myself cursing at Alexa the other day. And, uh, she cursed back? No. I may be a robot, but I have feelings, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Damn I, it, yeah, Alexa. I was floored. I'm like, I have never heard that one before. And I have cussed at Alexa before. How I, many people have named their kids Alexa or Siri? 
since their creation. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, I hope not, man. Like, well, just don't do it, dudes. I, there are a lot of dumb people out there, though. It's going to happen. It, it is going to happen. That's true. I'm relatively confident there's a Richard Sack out there. Just saying. <laughs> There's, hey, come on, Dick. Mr. Sack? Dick Sack? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Did you have to say that so loud? <laughs> come on. Get over here, Dick. We got to do this. <laughs> right through these doors, Mr. Sack. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So oh, you, that's you, a great so, alias. So you could say I shook Mr. Sack's hand. I shook Mr. Sack's hand. What, what was his first name? Dick? Wait, what? Yeah, dick sack. In your hand? In your hand. <laughs> so, dick sack. Is it in your hand? Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound very nice when you put it that way. I think this is uh, time to go get a beer. We're losing it, man. We're talking about Richard Sack. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So That's awesome. So, uh, Does that mean that we finished... I think we're with, done with Richard Sack. I think we're done with Richard Sack. I think Dick Sack is finished. I think he's finished. And on that note, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna go and get an ice cold beverage, maybe a shot. It is Friday night for us. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So that's exactly. so, so does that mean tomorrow is Saturday? Tomorrow is Saturday. <clears throat> it is the, my Sunday. I got the calendar right. I'm yes, proud of you did. Yes, you did. Dude, this was pretty good, man. I really dig these two records. I thought they held up pretty nice together. I, I thought so, too. There's a nice little connection there with Josh Homme. And before we sign off, I just want to go ahead and say this, even though I know it's going to be released later. Um, happy birthday, Brandon. It's my brother. There you go. Happy birthday, Brandon. All right. Happy birthday to you. He also... He was also a firm believer that I should be talking about typhoons soon. Oh, so there you go. There you go. Happy birthday. Yeah, you got, got your birthday care. podcast. You better spread the word, dude. He liked the vinyl. He got a copy of it. Awesome. That's Loves pretty it. that's pretty sweet, dude. That's pretty sweet. So uh yeah, uh check us out. Go check out KCTK Radio. Go download the app. Go yeah. like the Facebook page, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Get, fam um, get familiar with it before we go read it. Exactly. Uh like our page. If you haven't yet already, but if you're listening to this, you're probably on our page and found the uh, podcast. So how about you just spread the word? Share, please. Share, love, comment. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us what you have. If you, you you went out to a record store and you bought a you know record, let us know what you got. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, send us a video. You can actually send us a video and post it on our page. You can. You can send us private messages. You can post to links that we... Uh or reply to our post. Yeah. Kind of like what we did uh, was it this past week or the week before when the uh, bands that you wish you would have seen. Yeah. That, yeah. That, we, we got several responses on that. Some we did. interesting responses like Deep Purple talking about the different marks and uh, was it Elvis that someone had to miss? Yeah. God, dude, I cried. That was insane, dude. I, I saw cried. that and I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did I just read that right? Like, I didn't Elvis Presley? I cannot. I, I don't know how to respond to that because that is what was tragic. it? Seventy six, wasn't it? If I read that right, I don't remember the year. I wow. Was, when I first saw it, I had I had to turn my phone off because I, I well that and I was focusing on business at hand in the restroom. Yeah. But <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, 
there's still there's, there's another sheep. There's another sheep. So uh, <laughs> we have uh, stickers. If you want a sticker, all you have to do is send us a message, uh, comment on something, or uh, you know, send us a hearty hello on uh, the Facebook page. Check out the uh, content that we have on here. If there's something that you know, gripes, complaints, uh, comments, let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you here in uh, the next couple of weeks. Um, Adam, you you're going to no. No, you're going to uh, the bar to have a beer. We're doing that first. We're and, doing and, that. And I'm, I'm focused on one thing at a time here. Cause one thing at a time. It's my brother's birthday today, but you know, a week from tomorrow happens to be on Record Store Day. This is how much I love you, Brandon. I'm going to be at his wedding instead of at a record store. So I'm going to have to pick up the slack and probably end up at a record store. You never know. You may hear something special on that day. You may see a couple of videos. You just don't know where we're going to turn up. I may turn up somewhere. You don't know. Because we are special people. That's right. And we have established this. We're very special people. Special people who are going to have special, special Beverages. Beverages right now. Parched. All right. This has been another podcast. Episode 5 of Chemtrails with Adam and Sean. I am Sean. I am Adam. And we are out of here. Remember, support local. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Yay!